Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. In 1919, he hit 29 home runs and was sold to the New York Yankees. Hey! and A-Rod going at it. Roberts is going. Masada's throw. Roberts, safe. And what can I say? Just dip my heart and, and call the Yankees my daddy. Welcome to Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports, episode 82. can't believe we've come this far. John Senecal, Brian Shackman, what started during the lockdown of the pandemic has become just a great rite of passage here during baseball season and i thank you for that john for coming up with the idea and it's it's morphed well beyond that we this is really what we were created to do though. to talk about the yankees and the red sox yes of course and we're coming off a four game series and i said when we previewed it you know if the yankees win the first game they're going to win three or four and the funny thing about it is the yankees should have swept the red sox absolutely you jumped right into it i was going to say the exact same thing i mean i had said Two and two because the Red Sox weren't as good as the Astros. The Yankees split with the Astros. Right. Um, but yeah, so you I were agree. right. Technically, you were right. Yeah, but I agree with you, Brian. I think the Yankees should have swept them. A little shoddy D, some sketchy pitching, but more shoddy D. Shoddy that LeMahieu play. And- yeah, and Donaldson and you know Torres before that, and in, in game in the third game, it's just you know, just listen. You know, walks kill you. Errors kill you every single time, yeah. man. Every well, time. it even happens with your kids, you Absolutely. know, Austin and Jackson, that you give away outs, bad things always happen after you give away outs. It's, yep. like, it's like clockwork how that happens. The snowball effect is always an effect in baseball, it seems like. And so, you know, after the first two games of the series, you know, a bunch of people, I think it might have been you that pointed this out, that even if the Red Sox won every game head-to-head the rest of the season, they still could not catch the Yankees. Still couldn't catch them, right. And so the takeaway is that this doesn't affect the overall thesis that the Yankees are going to win the division. Right. But does the 2 and 2 and the and and does the Yankees sort of throwing up on themselves in the last two games change any of your thoughts about A what the team is and B what they need? So I think listen, I I think the defensive part of it was is a little alarming to me. Um you know, DJ, you can say what you want about DJ, but I feel like he should have been called off on the one of the balls last, you know, the one ball well, last The truth night. is, if you know baseball 101, if you're going out. It's harder. It's, yeah, I mean, it's the guy coming in. It's that person's ball. Right. Um, you know, I would say I, I I get a little worried about the pitching, right? And the reason I say this is because the Yankees pitchers have been incredibly consistent in going deep in games, right? And even this series, they all made it either the fifth or sixth inning. Yep. Um, and I worry about that because – 
um, you'll say the bullpen is rested, right? But then I'll say they're a little under- inexperienced because, you know, Clay Holmes lately hasn't been as good as he has been. Um, Wandy has been up and down. So I worry a little bit about that. And listen, I texted you guys last night about, oh, God, here comes Chapman, right? I mean, if you have Chapman and, and your option in the sixth inning is to bring Chapman in, like, you know you're not getting him work at that point. Like, he's in a crucial situation, and he's just not, like, he's just not the same. So he's basically, the you, you the the chance of him ever being a closer again, all that's gone. That's in a well, year's I mean, time. You could say that now, but I mean, Holmes could implode in August, and they could need him, right? I mean, you never the closing. We were spoiled with our closer with Mariano for so many years, right, but it's right? been a long time. And baseball in general, you don't have closers that last. I mean, you saw Papelbon. You saw Keith Folk. Keith Folk was amazing for like what three seasons, right? Although Kimbrel had a, he found a way to have well, a couple Kimbrel's more. Well, bounced around too, right. right? He he's been like the resurgence master. But Papelbon, he did his thing and left. But no, like, it is a short spoiled. window. You're it's right a short about that. Porch. I yep. mean, short porch. It's a short window. Um, so to answer your question overall, I I am not too worried coming out of the series because listen, you're not going to lose the division based on people you're playing in the division. Right. Um, but yes, I worry a little bit about the whole mentality thing. Now, granted, we we, we play four. Oh, is it three more or four more games? I think it's three more. What against com- the Re- com- coming up before the break against the Red Sox? Right, and then they have them again soon after, after that in August. Yeah. So I mean, let's see how that plays out. But I think overall, not too disappointed. I'm not happy with the defense. Like, listen, when Donaldson made that error the other night, I knew the game was over. I knew it. Really? I knew it. I was like, you're just not going to recover from that. You have a tailor made double play, and like. I said this before. The Red Sox are playing good. Like they're playing good are baseball. They are they though? They I beat mean, the Yankees twice. They, I mean, you could say they what they, you he, want. They shouldn't have beat them, but they did have a crucial home run. Raf Snyder hit a crucial home run. They had some good hits. You know, Devers was their whole offense in the first game, and they basically picked up the slack, and he was gone after right. after that. JD had a big hit. You know, I mean, it's they did what they needed to do. Right. So here's what I would say. First of all, Pavetta. You know, he, he, he lost his first start of the season, which I was at. And then my wife goes to the, the game last week, and he got shelled. And then he he really struggled again. And, you know, if I would take any positive out of this series for the Red Sox, is that they actually, even though I don't love their, I don't have a sense of their identity, they obviously don't quit. No, they definitely did not quit. And so and you can tell. When you're down 6-2, to two, you can tell when the, for me, I quit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I quit. But the fact that they didn't, and that it shows me that you know, if you're down four or five runs, and it's you know before the seventh inning, they have a chance. Yep. And I think that that's my biggest takeaway. They should have been swept. I mean, they totally should have lost all four games, in my opinion. But they didn't, and I, I think that that's a testament to Cora and sort of some of the vets who are like, just keep your head down and swing away. And so that's the positive. I don't think that the, the Red Sox are a championship team, and I don't think they're going to catch the Yankees. And but, and, and but this series speaks to the fact that if the playoffs happen – you never know. You never know. Sure. You never know. I will I will grant you that. And the Yankees, I, I still think they're more talented than the Astros, but I'm not sure they beat the Astros in a seven-game series. No, and again, listen, the Yankees have been playing. Their ceiling has been so high. Like, any sort of struggle is, like, going to be microscoped again. Like, so they're going to – like, we haven't even gotten to August. We're barely through July. You know, like, we're in the middle – I haven't made the middle of July yet. All-star yeah. break. So no, a lot of bad baseball can happen. A lot of injuries can happen. So you just hope they stay healthy. You hope the pitching holds out. But, again, like I said, I, I worry about 
you know, that could be a double-edged sword. The length of the starters could come back to bite you because they could burn out. You know, you, you you don't think Garrett Cole will, but listen, he had the hamstring problem last year in the playoffs, yep. and, it, and it helped hurt him. But you worry about the inexperience of the bullpen because when you think about it, there's not a ton of experience out there. Wandy's been around the block. You know, Holmes is really young. You know, it, King is young. I mean, listen. Green I, is gone. He would be the most experienced, but they have Luizaga hopefully coming back. They have Herman coming back, so that should really help. Luizaga would be a great addition to getting back in that bullpen. I mean, it would be stunning. Say the Yankees go on a slump. I mean, say they lose, I don't know what they have going to the break, with seven games or six games? Yeah, six, six, six or seven. So say they go, you know, two and five or one and five or something like into that. the break. Well, I mean, then arguably you're only up maybe 10 or 10 or 11 games and it seems it feels different. Yeah, right? I'd, I'd say that's not going to happen because they're playing Cincinnati, I believe, but they did lose to Pittsburgh. So um, you never know. It's it, not, I, I don't think it's going to happen. But listen, let's let's talk about a little bit more important issue here. The Red Sox, obviously wild card. Looking wild card, yep. but someone's knocking on the door big time. So in you want to talk card. about the Orioles? I want to talk about the okay. Orioles. So we were gonna, we were gonna. You're out of order, but, but my rundown is 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 but not. It's not a bad time to bring. No, it up. it's not. He's John Senecal. I'm Brian Shackman. This is fan base. A deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. Episode 82. I I have to be honest. On my morning radio show on WTIC News Talk 1080, which you can always stream online. Uh, I've been talking about the Orioles for a while now because we talked to a guy who works in D.C. on Fridays, and he's a big Orioles fan. And ever since they called up that catcher, was it Addie Rutschman Rutschman or whatever? He hasn't hit that great in terms of average, but... I always I think that he's whether he's managing the pitchers better or his presence because they watch him and see they see how maybe now is the time and not necessarily two years from now. Mm-hmm. I mean, not only going into Monday have they won eight in a row, they're one game under five hundred and entering Monday's games they're two back of the wild card. It's crazy. You know, I remember this. I feel like this was like the second or maybe like the one month into the season. I remember texting you guys saying, you know, look who the biggest disappointment in the American League is: the Seattle Mariners. And I said, look it, they have the, basically the same record as the Orioles were like two games above them or something right. at the time. Right. And now you look at them and they're they're basically neck and neck too in the wild card race. And again, I feel like, you know, Seattle, they had they have more like name players. Let's say they have more name players because they tried to, you know, the Robbie Ray signed out right. there, went out there. Um, free agents do get attracted there, but the Baltimore Orioles have basically been the laughing stock of the AL East for a while now, right? Years. I mean, for years, right? And they're... I would say that's the team that's playing with house money, right? Because nobody expects anything. And they got a lot of good young players on that team, very good young players. And if you look at their stats, I mean, they're like in the top three or five in every offensive category in pitching, too. I haven't done the numbers. In the last month and a half. Is it possible to have every team in a division over 500? Mathematically, since there's so much head-to-head, you don't have an answer to this, but I I wonder if it's possible. And then having said that, I, I think the Orioles... When you look at the the wild card, it's not so much how many games you're back; it's how many teams you have to jump. Right, and, and look right, who they play. Right, and they they have basically a Seat- ton of games. Seattle's two ahead of them. Toronto's two ahead of them, and Tampa's you know three ahead of them. And it's only five and a half to get to Boston. And they play all these teams outside of Seattle a lot, a, a like lot. nine 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 to twelve times still. And they could them. imagine if Tampa or Toronto doesn't make it and Baltimore does. I think that would be a great story for baseball. And I think that's a huge hope for you know, and I don't think the Orioles did total tank, but they kinda tanked and that's but that's kind of what you have to do in baseball. You have to stockpile young talent yep. and then you have to crawl back up if you don't have extended windows. So I not only that, but they're fun to watch. They are fun to watch and it'd be a good story to see them and Seattle going for it because Seattle's got you know they they have a good 
good baseball like following, right? And especially if they get going, they'll, they'll get a ton of people there. They got some great young talent with Julio Rodriguez. He's a very exciting player who made the All Star team and is probably will win the American League Rookie of the Year. Yeah, um, very dynamic player. So it would be great to see that down the stretch and have those players showcase their talent a little bit. You know, just talking about one quick thing on Seattle, which I, they were sort of sleeping on me before this current eight in a row. Before that, one, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight. They had won eight out of eleven, so that's that's sixteen out of nineteen. Yeah, they've won. It's amazing in baseball. No matter how bad the bad start is, a big deal. But if you get hot, you can two weeks. You can turn your whole season around. I mean, I wasn't paying a single second well, of attention. It's amazing if you don't Seattle. pay attention how quick. It can swing. Like you, I feel like I blinked last week, and the Dodgers and the Padres, like a week and a half ago, were right neck and neck. And now I think the Dodgers have like an eight-game lead. Right. It's crazy, and it's like you know, talking about like you know, World Series contenders. I would say the Yankees go up against anybody, but they haven't played the Dodgers yet. Right, and they won't play the Dodgers this year unless they meet in the World Series, which makes the World Series potential even, awesome, even better, right? Yeah, because it brings you back to the old days exactly. when they didn't face each other. I think that that's. I mean, the Mets are. I I'm not saying Mets they're are done, not going to make it. It doesn't sound well. They might make the playoffs, but I'm not sure they're going. Right, I, Atlanta's a better team. Uh, but and, again, the Mets. You know, they're going to stake all their 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 money on Degrom coming back. And Scherzer, yeah, you know you can get out of Scherzer. He'll go out there and pitch if you can't breathe, you know. Yeah, but you get them in a seven-game series with those two guys if they're healthy. If they're healthy, that that would be a tough one. Long right, way to go. Listen, I want to get back to Red Sox and Yankees a little bit uh, because the, there's two things I want to. One thing I want to talk about and get your reaction. The second is you want to talk about, and I thought it was cool because you got me a nice present from your trip to Aruba. Uh, but the announcers, I was on on the car ride coming home for the fourth game of the series, and I listened to. Uh, the Red Sox broadcast uh, with uh, McDonough, Sean McDonough, and Joe Castiglione and Will Fleming, and then I got home and I watched some of the ESPN broadcast with Carl Ravitch. Yep. And I have to tell you that the TV broadcast is an absolute snore. I mean, it is so boring. Outside of having like Verdugo interviewed right. in game, he did good. He's great. Everything. I mean, he. I, I encourage a lot of people to try to find the audio of his post game interview on the radio after his walk off on Saturday because that's the first time he's walked it off again right. at all as Ever. a Red Sox. And um, it, he, his energy for life in the game is is authentic and yeah. it's very, very, very. It's funny when you look at him, you don't picture him as a baseball player either. I feel, feel like he should be like a like a Lincoln Park concert or something. Like yeah, that. Yeah, or you riding know? a motorcycle yeah. with the chain on the pants and the whole deal. Yeah, yeah, totally, and and. And so I was listening to to the in the car ride, and like Will Fleming's a, the classic announcer with the classic voice and the classic stats, and I and I've listened to just him and Joe Castiglione, and it, it seems so lacking to me. Right. And then McDonough comes in, and it's it's literally like, you know, when Scherzer goes to the yard goats for a rehab assignment, you're like, oh, that's what a major league pitcher looks like. Right. You know, and and Castiglione, no offense to Fleming, but like, like. Not only is McDonough good on the plays, but he's bringing stuff up that he's so comfortable in his skin. He's been around so much that he has anecdotes about everything. He's making right. fun of Dave O'Brien's height. He's talking about you know all this stuff with Jackie Bradley's golf game. And well, this you're and bringing that. intangibles to it that other people can't. Uh, it, but it, I didn't know what was missing until I heard him. And then I listened to No Offense to Call Ravage either, but. It's just so. Was it? It was Carl Ravitch and David Cohn, right? I don't even know. Like I, Cohn, I know Cohn is good, but like his voice is very generic. Yeah. And they find a way to kill personality. Well, it was like, was it? They, was it Fox had it Saturday? I can't. I watch on like this weird streaming service, so I never know what it's on. 
Um, it was like AJ Brzezinski and some random guy. Yeah. It was like AJ Brzezinski. It was like just because you played Major League Baseball doesn't mean you can call a game. You know, like you you only have, how many Jeter Downs references can you make in a game? You know, it's like yeah, we get the like yeah. his name's Jeter. If okay? you're falling like, back on that more than three times, right, then you're struggling for content, right? Like enough is enough, and it's just like I I just don't like going back to what you said. Just because you like, if you have insight in the game doesn't mean you're going to be great. At talking about the game, Correct. right? You, there's, it's not easy to do. So it's like just because you you played the game doesn't mean you belong in the booth, a Rod. Um, no, I think it's true. And 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 anyway, I just wanted to share that observation. By the way, speaking of Jeter Downs, you see that slide? Yeah, that slide. That slide was at the winner on Saturday. Yeah, that was awesome. I mean, I am like it was like full speed, no hesitation. He's a and, good young player. You know, the die they got him because of Mookie. And the funny thing about it is that. The the third base coach for the Red Sox is sending a lot of guys, but they're, yeah. they're making it. I and feel it, like the Yankees guy's been pretty aggressive too, Rojas. <laughs> I, I think you know. I think more often than not, it 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 works out. But I, I want to ask you: You just got back from Aruba, yep, and you brought me a handy dandy Red Sox 2018 World Series shirt. <laughs> you sure it says 2018? It's not like a half a eight there, or like 13, there's some misspelling. Yeah, it's not officially licensed. <laughs> Red Sox stuff. I don't see the sticker of authenticity. No. But it looks great. You'll wash it; it'll be eight sizes smaller. You know, I'm and sure. it says Aruba on it. Yeah. And And so the question I had to you when you gave me this, first of all, thank you. You're welcome. Um, is Is everything Bogarts in Aruba? Everything is Bogarts in Aruba. Yeah, pretty much. There's you know there's uh, there's some Curacao with uh, Andrew Jones. Oh, Andrew Jones, and stuff. yeah. Um, and I think Devers is from around down there too, I believe. But, Anyone uh, from Bonero or whatever the third island is in the I don't Dutch think Antilles? So, but everything is Xander Bogarts down there. I mean, you go anywhere and you see. I mean, I, I know he's donated t- uh, money for the field, some fields down there. It was disappointing because we went to go try to watch a game and we checked him out on the schedules and everything. And we found like out a game the, down there? Yeah, it's like like a kind of like New Britain Bees caliber, yeah, like yeah. semi-pro, like and. Tw- like and? S- and the game was canceled, and it said it was supposed to be played. And I looked at like three different because of like COVID, or I don't know. Who knows? It probably it probably got can- it was a night game, so we know it wasn't heat. It just got canceled, and probably you know I wasn't on the special email chain to find that out. So wait, when you you were telling me there there's no Yankee stuff? No, you can't find like any Yankee stuff down there. Like, but you can I- find other teams besides. Or is it all Red Sox? No, there's a lot a lot more Red Sox. Um, there you can find just about any team, but I, no I, Yankees. There was the 2019 World Series uh, Nationals. Was down there. They had the the, the Rams World uh, NFL Championship. Um, no Yankees. No, very. I mean, if there's any Yankee stuff, it's like not barely anything. It's like a you know a bottle cap opener. You know, nothing. You think that's on purpose? I don't know if it's like they. It's 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 the Xander Bogarts effect and the rivalry down there, or it's just somehow they clamp down on the pirate because none of that stuff is real. Right, I mean, none of it's real. It's just not. So, so maybe the the Yankees are more aggressive on the uh, copyright stuff. I guess who knows? I, I that 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 would be my only two things. I don't think people are going down there and buying it in bulk and it's just disappearing. I guess you know. So I, that would be my two guesses. But yes, it's definitely a more Red Sox island. Um, definitely Xander Bogarts. But I mean, when you got one of the best players in baseball from your tiny little island. Wh- Oh, what yeah. else are you going to pull for? My know? wife and I went to Curacao early in our marriage. From there too. Yeah, no, he's from Curacao. Yeah. And but it, that was I was going to say is that he his name was all over the place. Everywhere. Yeah. And it's incredible. I mean, I like I think Xander Bogarts is from all accounts, I don't know him personally, a really good human being and right. he's a thoughtful guy and a talented athlete and it's amazing to make it to the majors. And I'm not saying it's like Alexander Hamilton, you know, like but like to get from where he was to where he is is stunning. 
Absolutely. I mean, it's even more so than the Dominican because they have scouts all over the Dominican. And when you go down Venice, there and you look at these fields, too, even now, and this is after he's been in the league for, what, like eight years or whatever? More. To- yeah, and it's uh, they're, they're nothing special. I mean, nothing special at all. So it's not like it's an advanced, you know, up-to-date system that they're running down there. That's and the cool. Kids, the would have been fun to it. see a game. That's it would have been fun to game. I was there with my my two kids and my nephew, who's older, and he's a huge baseball fan. And but we they were, like, like in those games, they do vuvuzelas, and it's like a party. Yeah, it's like I'm sure totally it would have been different. great. And I don't understand. We, we were still pissed off the other day about that, talking about that. Well, that maybe not. well you're going to go back. You oh, know we'll that. definitely go back. So, we'll get to see a game. So before we go, I want to talk about All-Stars uh, quickly, and they named the full rosters, the Red Sox. I think the Yankees got six. Six total, yeah. And the Red Sox got two. It's you know, Devers is starting a third, and Bogarts is a reserve. Shortstop, the reliever for the Red Sox, they thought maybe. But no, but relievers, unless you're a closer, don't really get picked. And Christian Vasquez has been really good for the Red Sox at catcher, but he didn't get a nod either. I think Vasquez, to me, is the only one who could have been an all-star, but it didn't happen for him. Maybe someone will get injured and back out. But uh, what did you think? I mean, the Yanks, all six, deserved it? I mean, you know, I mean, Stanton, his numbers are kind of ho-hum. I mean, it's, it's more of the fact that I think he's it's in his do- hometown, right? Yeah, and he's doing stuff that, you know, they didn't expect, right? He's playing the field. He's staying healthy for the most part. He had a little calf issue um, for a few days. But, um you can. There's so many dang outfielders. You can always try to. You can always make a case for somebody else to be out there. Um, Who are the six? The Yankees six: yeah. uh, Trevino, Holmes, um, Cole, uh, Judge, Giancarlo, and who's the sixth? Oh man, why am I why am I blanking on this? Uh, Matt, this man, no, you tell me. <laughs> uh, producer Matt Royce. Oh, Nestor Cortez. Nestor Cortez, yeah, nasty Nestor. Um, but like, what I the thing I feel is weird about like we know it's all like a fan vote, and now they have also MLB votes, and then uh, the the coaches pick some or you whatever. Think there's a fix? No, I don't think it's a fix. I just have a hard time with the whole like you know if a player's hurt, like not hurt right now, obviously. Like if Devers doesn't, if he's and Jordan's got an issue with his hand, if he's if they can't make it. I'm talking about guys like Springer or Tim Anderson, guys that miss significant amount of time, you know, maybe only played 42 games up should, to this should point. they be all stars? Should they be all stars? You know, I feel like there should be some sort of criteria that you should be have played a certain number of games, right? Mm-hmm. To be to be considered, right? Cuz we know what Poolholtz and, and Miggy are making it, right? They're right. going to be going. Now we know that's a sentimental thing, but look at Cal Ripken Jr. made it for like Eight nine years on and the, wasn't good enough on the sentimental yeah. vote. I get that they've done a lot for the game, but it's you know to be a starting at the shortstop and I don't know I, I don't know off the top of my head how many games Tim Anderson played, but there was the first two Springer and Tim Anderson that came to my mind. As well, far let me. As guys but you're you're, you're operating. Well, finish your point. Finish. No, that's basically what well, I'm saying. Well, I was going to say like you're operating under the premise that it matters, which is I find interesting in the first place too. And I I think in baseball, like it did the NBA surprised me because a lot of guys got upset. In the NBA, when certain people got snubbed, I th- and I think in the NHL, the Pro Bowl means nothing in the right. NFL. And I think that the All Star Game in hockey is just a chance to party. Right? And it's what it's fun. They want to play because they want to be able to see their buddies who they don't get to see all well, the that's time. That's what MLB is basically now. But I think making the team matters yeah. to people. I, and that's, well, I'm sure there's stuff in contracts too. You know, yeah, but the bonuses contract. are like if you're making twenty five million, you get one hundred and fifty grand for making the All Star. It's real but money. Some of these guys aren't making that. The Contreras's, the the Alejandro Kirks. I mean, Jack Peterson's making three million dollars this year. He's the biggest bargain there is out there. You know, I mean, right? But I'm not sure he's not getting a million for making the All Star game. Who knows? You never know. 
I mean, that might be a nice thing you could get in a contract if you're a job. First of all, any money in a bonus is good money. I'm, exactly. You know, like, I mean, uh, I would take it. Buys you that nice amount. car. Yeah, it buys you anything. It buys you cushion and that emergency, you know, account when you don't get that next contract. But when you when your car dealerships fail. Yeah, or your car washes <laughs> fail or, or what have you. But I, I do think that despite the money side of it, I think it matters to these guys being considered an all-star. I feel like they got to figure out a way for it to go back to mattering. Everyone dumped on Selig when they were saying, you know, you get home field advantage in the World Series. I mean, why is that such a bad idea? I think that the money side of it could be could be better in the sense that I don't think football should ever have an all-star game, but in baseball, make a meaningful pool of money. Like, don't make it. I mean, let's be honest. If you're going to pay them up to forty million a year, have a couple million in a pool where they get a couple hundred grand, and then they can have a bunch of it go to charity or so, like something that gives them a significant amount of money. Because the truth is, just like you said, everyone loves money. Yep. These guys love money, and if they had a chance to play for four hours to make a hundred and hundred fifty grand, They'll do it. They will play hard. And everything's free over the weekend. One hundred percent. So anyway, we'll try to come up with a good all-star proposal. Uh, he's John Senecal. I'm Brian Shackman. We enjoy you for listening and watching on YouTube and wherever you enjoy your podcasts. Until episode 83, this is Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all in one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's gonna go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.